0: Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is Ida most high, and I'm with my tag team
1: partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's going on with you, CT? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chitty Bang. We're here at the Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, the underground professional wrestling podcast. What's good, everybody? Hey, Chris, uh, how you doing?
0: been? Um, everything's good, man. We're recording again on a Sunday night, um, Father's Day. You know what I mean? My first yeah, father's, father's day. My first father's day. Inaugural show.
1: Father's Day, bro. That's
0: amazing. It it's feels like it feels like WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania one. Welcome to WrestleMania. I need to get the Howard finger drop. Um no nah, man, uh it was a good how day. how you man.
1: spend your
0: father's day? Um uh this weekend or well, the the past couple days before today, we was in Miami. Um went to go see the father-in-law um, dropped off his gift, and um, all his grandkids um, were there because all his girls got kids, you know what I mean? So, um, And they all got boys. So all his girls got kids, and they got boys. Uh-huh. Um, so we went down there um, to, to you know, spend some family time. And then today we went to the beach, man, came back up, went to the beach, social distance, um, when you walk down into, like, when you come into the the entrance of the beach, it's like that, uh, the stairway, right? Nigga, you can probably walk 25 steps. And there we were, nigga. I was, I was close to the exit. I wasn't close <laughs> to the water, nigga. And so, you know, we was away from, we was away from people. Um, but you know, we just, you know, it, it was good. It was my son's first time at the beach. So, uh, you know, he touched the sand for the first time and um, oh, it was it was good man it was a good fucking day man i can't even What's up? i can't even lie, man today was a good day shout out to all
1: the fathers out there man there's a lot of wrestling fathers there's a lot of fathers you know just not in wrestling just people who are fans of wrestling you, all you guys shout out to you all the fathers out there i'm not a father but you know one day baby we'll see uncle Cheese <laughs> in the uncle
0: cheezy's in, the, in the effect though i him. am
1: a great uncle man like I've I've, I've I've done that for a long time now I think I'm kind of perfected the uncle role, but uh, yeah, we'll nigga, see. Yeah, I
0: thought I perfected the uncle role too, and guess what happened? Became a dad. Nigga, I should, <laughs> I should have kept my shit quiet. Nigga, I,
1: should, <laughs> I, I still need work. Nigga, I still, <laughs> <laughs> I still
0: gotta uh, got to improve this it. uncle shit.
1: Nigga. But yeah, no, but man. um, yeah, you know, it's been an interesting week of wrestling. You know, definitely uh, a lot to talk about. There's some controversies as of late. Yeah, let's uh, just
0: late. let's just go ahead and 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 kill an elephant in the room so we can go forward with the show, man. Um, y'all know how we bring it. We're raw. We're we're uncut. We're unfiltered, um, and, and we're genuine, though. You feel me? So, um, over the past couple of months, right since COVID, it seems like every week wrestling fans have been hit with a gut punch of how you it's hard to separate art from artists right like yeah. Yeah. some of the things some of the things that's happening right rp Shad, like chad gaspar was a wrestler that was his real name that he wrestled under that's who we know him as he passed as a person right you can't separate that artist from the artistry right uh some of the things that's been happening as far as um, the, the these latest of allegations right of of sexual assault 50 to 100 i believe wrestlers from all over the world all different promotions sexual predatory acts uh sexual assault um uh, uh, and 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 me and you had a conversation right and I'll let you talk your own thoughts but you know it's we can't chalk it up to misogyny right like like yes, this is how it used to be, or this is how it was, or that's how uh-huh. you act. But what what COVID has, what COVID has done, um, along with what you saw with the pro, what the what you're seeing now with the protest of uh, of the murder of George Floyd, all of these things we've kind of seen and known before and, and been living under a norm per se. There's no more norm, right? Niggas been, locked, niggas, been, yeah. niggas been locked up in the house for three months. That ain't normal, right? So there's no norm. So uh, the speaking out, hashtag speaking out movement that's been going on social media, people have been telling their stories. Um, it's impacted a lot of our favorites. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of, a yeah. lot of yeah. our favorites. I, I
1: think that, uh, like you said, with COVID, we are forced to uh, kind of minimize our distractions and just, you know, take a real hard look in the mirror as... A society um, on certain social justice issues, or uh, you know, just civil rights, or whatever it may be. Um, and obviously, right now with the speaking out movement, this is uh, speaks out to our, you know, just women rights, you know. So just treating them with the respect deserves in their in their profession, which is something um, I think in the old day and age has not been really taken as serious especially in the world of wrestling there is a misogynistic nature or you know it's a man's world you know it's a misogynistic business and i'm not trying to chalk it up to misogyny every single one of these instances but i do feel like we have to look at every instance as a solo incident to really get to a better place you know because we want to weed out anything that might be controversial. Because it's just a wide, wide range of people saying they've been physically assaulted and raped to hey you know somebody told me to hold their dick like and 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 I, and I, and I don't want to minimize anybody's plight or, or disregard them in any way. I think that it's great that people feel like they can speak out. You know, um, not sort of not minimize any movement, but we have to keep it real and take every instance and every every incident as a one off. And deal with this separately, although it's happening all together and kind of being brought to the forefront as a movement, which I which which I'm for. So you know? so
0: so with that being said, though, um, let's take that and combine the two things um, that we love, right? Entertainment, right? So outside of wrestling, we love film. We're film guys. We're Harvey Weinstein, right? Big big film. Exactly, right? yeah. Right? Jerking off in plants and shit. You feel me? Mad mass sexual assault allegations. You know, Bill Cosby. You know, the greatest sitcom dad of all time, nigga. And he was black, right? He was a black doctor with a black wife and had black ass kids that went to fucking HBCUs, nigga. And mm-hmm. he was fucking the king, nigga. But they said 76 women. Bruh. 76, 77. And we like, man, not Bill, nigga. Not, not Bill. Ask Felicia. You know what I mean? And yeah. Felicia was like, well, I don't want to say nothing. It
1: definitely feels like a, a wrestling Me Too movie. Yes. You know, and, and it's like uh, you said, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, those are people we looked up to, you know, people who are, uh, we, as, as the general public, did not know how insidious the, the nature was, but when it's brought to the forefront, you're kind of forced to address it and take it at, at face value, you know, um, and some, some people are, you know, talking their shit, you know, like I said, I don't want to minimize any cause or anybody's uh, own personal stories, but I think that a conversation between man and woman, you know, Mars and Venus, on uh, the, what's appropriate and what's not, is happening, and that's a, a good thing in a wrestling atmosphere. It's, it's a conversation of, hey, this is not, you know, and and depends on the story, but you're saying, because what you're telling me, because I'm not too up on it, you're telling me that there's a predatory nature to it. Yes, it's I, actual, I, yes, yes, like I, I, yes. they're people, kind of, that's sick. That reminds me of fucking Epstein, motherfucker, you know, like, that's sick, and, and that needs to be removed and expunged from... The wrestling industry—if that's how it's getting down there—and
0: I think that's what you, I think. You know, like you said, separating the two, right? Because there are car, uh, compartmentalizations of of this abuse, right? Sexual abuse is the umbrella, right? Now we have the the sexual harassment, we have the sexual misconduct, we have the sexual assault, and then we have the criminal predatorial things that all of those fall under that umbrella but all of them are their own tentacle where they can't be um they, they can't be brought to justice with the same uh hammer granted justice needs to be served correct you know what i mean like for someone who has sexual misconduct or sexual harassment that needs to be treated differently expunged though than someone who has uh, who, who has uh, allegedly predatorial um, um, engagements, right? Like, we're, mm-hmm. like, we, we're just going to put it on the table, you feel me? We, we rooted for this nigga, Patrick Clark, because Patrick Clark, you feel me? They mm-hmm. are talking about this guy's name in the mud, and we don't want to add no type of disparagement on that as well. But when you're talking about grooming, right, when you're talking about... Jim Cornette and his wife, right? The shit that, w- that they were doing in OVW. You know what I mean? Uh, when, when you're talking about promoters, right? Um, a story just came out. I think it was yesterday or t- today, yesterday or Friday I was just scrolling. I think it was. The first ever referee, female referee, is talking about Vince forced her oral sex. Right? Vince. Nigga, if Vince get
1: Epstein, nigga, what happens to yeah. wrestling? And, and, and honestly, I think that people accepted it, and I'm glad people are not accepting yep, it. Yeah, cut that and, shit. And, and, yeah, we're, and, and I'm glad that this is like a topic of discussion because there needs to be a decorum in in place of business, you know. And we can we can talk about oh, this how things used to be. It wasn't right, you know. It wasn't right, you know. And it's it's sad when you have people who are now, you know, kind of like. Just saying, like, kind of like almost like dismissing it, and that's how I kind of felt with the Black Lives Matter stuff. It was like people dismissing the movie. You can't just dismiss a, a hundred women saying they've been sexually harassed. Shit, you, know, you can't. Was wasn't, you know? wasn't, so, wasn't Jerry Lawler still on our TV? Yeah, his you shit know, is
0: so, his, shit, his shit is his shit, was known, shit is known, bruh.
1: It's interesting, it's known, and it's like people still accept it, but I and I, I mean, I know that. My heart and nature is not to cancel. I'm not part of that cancel movement. But I think people do need to atone for their actions. And people do need to show that, hey, I've grown from that place at the very minimum. And if it's something as far as rape, y'all, y'all need to be in jail. If it's some kind of predatory kind of pedophile shit, y'all need to be in jail. So that's what I was trying to say. Like The spectrum it goes from just an allegation that may or may not be true and something that may not have been the way they're saying it was... To that happened, and this person is going to be traumatized because they've been harassed or harmed or sexually assaulted, and that whoever was the predatory the predatory uh, abuser, just put it away that way. So the abuser needs to be handled. Just so I see, think that Jack Gallagher got got fired, and that should show show you that we're not going to tolerate this. You know, if, if there's I any mean, proof,
0: Gallagher Gallagher got got fired, but riddle wasn't edited out on smackdown and now we're talking about alligator now i don't know what was proven with gallagher or what was proven with riddle and i'm not here to throw no type of mud or nobody name but Mm -hmm. my thing is is that this leads into our next conversation of dollars over bodies right we're seeing it now in the grand scheme of things of the world right we're watching the world operate in its ugly core right we live in orlando orange county is where we live at we're still doing via satellite because niggas talking about the airport workers half of them they 40 percent or half of them got uh tested positive for covid niggas talking about this city alone in the past two weeks has had three thousand new cases of covid now these niggas want to bring 22 NBA teams and play With basketball in a fucking bubble, nigga? Where people have the jurisdiction to may
1: or may not come in and out of that fucking bubble. I feel like like when you talk about dollars over buy, this kind of the way, that's just, just, just capitalism. That's just the way of life here in America. It always has been dollar over by, but to see it, like kind of foot front, like you know, we're faced with it. like now, because everything is stopped, and you have to literally make a decision on. Hey, this is going to harm some people. People are going to die if you put them in a group together. But hey, you're going to make some money because you're keep keeping up with your contracts and all your you know deals you made. That's the compromise these businesses are making. It's funny to see how they're going to what they're the choosing. You know, I think they're choosing dollars, and this is capitalism at its finest. I mean, it doesn't matter about the human being. Like and you talked about it. And with, with and, and that's it's what, like the dehumanization
0: of Americans and just people as a whole. And and that and that's where the and that goes, you know, to tie everything together. That's how our women feel, right? And these are not just women in wrestling. You know, uh, as Black Lives Matter was picking up steam, Black trans were getting murdered. You feel me? Black women are still being abused and murdered, not just by white people. By us, by black men, right? Uh-huh. And, and and women, black women have been crying out saying we need more protection. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we haven't been protected enough. And when a nigga needs somebody to go off a bat, do you know who picking up a fucking Louisville slugger, my nigga? A woman. You feel me? And 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 and, and when you're saying that people are putting um, uh, money over or humans, or putting other humans over humans. I, I think that's where you know it go. I think that's where we get trapped into the "all lives matter" thing because all lives do matter. You know what I mean? Especially in the situation where uh, we just lost Ashley, right? A year ago, right? She uh, she came out and said that she was sexually abused on a military base right now that ain't that ain't abnormal and that's not that shouldn't be normal right sexual assault on a military base should not be normal so Ashley coming out was not an abnormal situation Ashley committed suicide because of what happened because like you say when you speak it out when you speak your truth and then not someone on your end or your logic or your reason like, hey, let's get to let's investigate. You know what I mean? Like that that's what you're talking about. Like, let's investigate. You got people just flat out saying it ain't true, disparaging, taking it like taking a cause and saying it didn't matter, slut shaming, shit oh. like that. That that yeah. that that that, that rose into effect. You just spoke on, you know, just just the fact of stop calling Nia Jax fat online. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all that goes into What's happening where women don't feel like they matter? Men know women don't feel like they matter, and then men take advantage of that. and 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 now women are just in a constant state of fucking uh, a prey almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's-
1: yeah. It's it's it, and it's so crazy. Like I've been on the wrestling, and I'm a nerd, wrestling nerd. I've been on the floors for years, and i have never gotten like the harshness that. Is gone to a certain woman i've never could grab my head around it like like they'll pick on somebody and just they'll just for the whole career just shit on this person and they'll be a great talent you know uh they did it with alicia fox uh, you know they did it with nia they're doing it with nia jacks they do it with a lot of people and i think that that all the women get it on some degree harsher than the men and then to see here that some of them have also in their pursuits of their dream being a star wrestler, you know, it, it, they're going to be also subjected to their own peers, you know, going through certain situations that are quite unsavory. Yeah, I'm not to say the least, you know, I, I mean, because it's, it's, it's a broad spectrum. It's sad. And I do think that it's a conversation that needs to be had. And um, it's a conversation that should be ongoing, you know, and, and people should understand that there are boundaries, you know. I know that men sometimes don't know that. They don't know, like, where the boundaries are, but there are, you know? And I think that we have a duty to be honorable to a point of, like, all right, understanding that if there's a no, there's no, you know? Right, like the the conversation we had
0: with Brandon, right? And a lot of people will understand what that is and what we're talking about sooner or later. But his motto was grow up, right? Mm -hmm. Let's plug that into here. Mm-hmm. Right. We are fighting for natural civil rights about what's right and what's wrong. Stop killing some like stop killing unarmed people. Right. Another not even a black guy, Dominican, 18 years old, working at a fucking auto shop, unarmed security guard was in the alley checking his spot. Cops roll up on him and he was scared for his life because police put up on him. He runs. They set off seven warning shots and killer boy. You see what I'm saying? Right and wrong, right? Tie in this to this. Listen, like you say, no yes and no, like people gotta know that. But you gotta understand, we talk about people, it shouldn't be a hashtag or a thing we see on on social media. Read the room. Nigga, you need to read the room in real life. If a woman if a woman ain't feeling you If she calling her homegirls over at the bar or at the club, you know what I mean? If she, you know, if she not feeling that touchy on the arm thing that niggas do, you know what I mean? If You know, hugging on the waist and grabbing and shit like that, you mm-hmm. know, like, all that is unnecessary. Now you take it to the situation where wrestlers are
1: changing in mm-hmm. the same locker room with each other. Mm-hmm. We seen it in you, you know? I mean, well, we've seen that like the proximity can the proximity, be in certain places like, exactly. It's super close, and you know, especially on the Indies, you know. So, and, and uh it's it's we we gotta protect our women. bro. When whole, you ride with you, know? you ride
0: with people for hours, like you you you, you crash with them in hotel rooms, like it's it like you you got you mm. gotta it gotta be safe, man. Like you it gotta you protect your teammate. Like you gotta do the same thing you'll do for your homie. You know what I mean? You, 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 gotta, you, you gotta do the same thing you do for your homie. Uh,
1: I think that every woman deserves to be heard, you know? And uh, I think that every single incident, if some if somebody who hears that, hey, one of your employees have been accused of something, it's your duty to find out and get to the bottom of it. And, and you know, obviously you work with law enforcement if you have to you find out there's an investigation ongoing and get to the bottom of, okay, because we don't want people just being called out and being canceled. Off of allegations, but we yeah. do want people being called out, and if it's, it's proven that this is going on, that they have to be, they, they can't be in the limelight, you know, while you, they have uh, proof that they've been either sexually abusing or uh, mis, you know, using people's, you know, having sex with underage kids, you know, all that shit. So if if it's proven, in a court, of, not even a court of law, if the person is convicted they need to stop working for the company. You know, that's why I kind of like what they did with um, AEW doing with Jimmy Havoc. They said that he's in rehab, you know? Um, and that's one way to look at it too, of giving him the space to work on his issues. But if anything, if he's ever like in behind bars or something serious, then yeah, he'll be terminated. And I think as a company, you're in a tough spot because you're invested in somebody who you don't have control over, you know? so. Um, uh, from, looking on from that end, it's our duty as fans and as uh, lovers of this world of wrestling to make it a more inclusive environment. And that means taking the plight of these women seriously. And it means treating your fellow wrestling fans or workers or, or employees like like they have dignity and respect. I think that's common decency. And um, if we need to be reminded of that, then, hey, that's how exactly yeah, that we need to be reminded. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, now um, rolling to the news of the week uh, outside of that huge news before that the other big news was someone tested positive for WWE for COVID-19 um, which we spoke about we we said what would happen right you know what I mean when when Rudy Gobert tested positive. They shut down the whole NBA. They ain't have a NBA in about 100 days. You feel me? Uh-huh. Uh, 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 WWE <laughs> had COVID. It was like, well,
1: let's take nigga. What's <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> going on, man? He's out here. He's fucking Ringling Brothers, man. He's Martin Bailey. He don't care. Like, life or death, man. Life or death, and it's like, show must go on. Yo, like, I appreciate Kevin Owens, like, just taking a stand and using his platform, like, yo, it's not safe. I'm staying at the crib. Roman Reigns, like you said, like, they're staying at the crib, uh, using their place and their standpoint in the company to uh, try to set, be leaders. You know what I'm saying? Because um, as we go on with this, I thought WWE had a pr- procedure where I feel like, oh, they clearly are going by the CDC guidelines. People are going to be safe. Yeah, if they can make it work out, then hey, it's good. But if people have not been tested for COVID and they have a, a, a chance of catching it, or, and then spreading it to somebody else who doesn't get sick, and this spreads it to the middle of one who does get sick, we don't know this. We don't know how how severe this is. Still, to this to this day, we just know that it's exploding again here in uh, in Florida. So, do you believe that with this outbreak? I don't think it's going to stop anything. That's what I think. I don't think it's going to stop anything. With this outbreak, do you think there'll be any shift with the talent? Or with the wrestlers, I should say, because we're not going to use that word anymore. With the wrestlers who are, um, you know, you, know, in, in the, you know, working? Or do you feel like they just take the risk?
0: No, listen, man. The story behind it is Kevin Owens' wife's grandfather passed from the virus so that family has already felt the devastations of how important that virus can be and how detrimental it can be Roman has a compromised immune system at this Mm -hmm. point in time you can pretty much say those are your two biggest guys you know
1: those Um, are the two biggest baby faces on the road yeah
0: shit in the company if you want to put it that way because when Kevin Owens got booking, and when Kevin Owens has a crowd, or when Kevin Owens is invested, he's he's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's he's right there with Daniel Bryan as far as yeah. a- important to an everyday fan or the, mm-hmm. the everyman yeah. fan almost. You know what I mean? Um, with that being said, again, man, this goes back to what we wanted to talk about, bro. Like the how? What's the like? The show must go on. Isn't the norm? Like WWE needs to take a step back. They need to look at it and say, "Can our talent, or can our wrestlers, can our personnel, can our employees afford an off season? If this is a sport, can we take off two months? Can we take off three months? Can we do a, Can we take an off season, come back, reshuffle, come back with new, with a new, an actual new season of something?" And shift and do something. Every year I think they need to reconsider this. Right? Not just from the pandemic aspect. But just you, some injuries and all uh, injuries or, or injuries, um, you look at it as a television show, right? Like uh-huh. niggas take time off to rewrite. Niggas take we time win. off we to de-
1: get that time to you know, to develop characters. Get this thing to, through, to develop exa- characters. Uh, you know, if we're gonna come back and we're gonna tell this story from this month to you know six months intervals and you know take a take a break and do it again i think any other shit i I think
0: literally i honestly from wrestlemania to SummerSlam can be off like we don't need a backlash we don't need the money in the bank we don't need money in the bank
1: all about the benjamins though
0: but my thing is is that listen to this what's the team this is go back right so NBA, if the NBA players take the stand and say, we're not playing basketball, they will be willing to give back $1.2 billion and they will have to pretty much give back all of what they worked for and negotiate and leverage when it comes to the CBA, right? Wrestling is not that complicated. They don't have that. All that is is Vince TV money. Because all of that TV money is what pays the salary of the wrestlers. Now, if Vince can have it where he don't lock niggas into exclusive contracts to where if you just work for me under the... Like, don't do the multi-year thing, right? If you do the season, do it like Lucha Underground used to do. You feel me? i sign you for this season. You work for this season, you know. For nine months, you got a good paycheck. You're gonna be on TV, possibly. And if not, those three months, you can go and figure out what you can do and work somewhere else. Work somewhere else, yeah. But that it takes the liability. It takes the liability off of Vince. It keeps and and it would allow him to keep a rotating barn door. And if he wants to keep wrestling business alive, I know. I know Vince is not just selfish with with WWE. He wants to keep the wrestling business alive. If he can keep a barn door and keep talent rotating and rotating out and fucking send these independents some people that was just on TV nine months ago to make some money for them and shit like that and keep churning out these fucking, that would be
1: fucking great. They don't have people like me thinking. That would be great. I agree with you, but this is the same guy who killed the territories. For a reason. So he's not trying to make wrestling survive. He, he they can survive under his diet. He wants to have a monopoly on wrestling. You know, he NXT, he's starting NXTs in China and shit. You know, so I feel like this, ideally, would be the way to go. A seasonal, you know, season for, for, for you know, the biggest company in wrestling, WWE. Uh, kind of like which Underground, where they can really take the time to tell the stories, have the matches mean something on every week basis. Because, you know they're all going to pay off in the long run because you aren't telling us a specific story that makes that's exactly what I would want as a fan I would admire I wouldn't even mind a six months off from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. I agree that would be dope that'd be dope but they have done wrestling consecutively for how long like for years I, I mean I don't know but that looks I think he looks at it as like, as like almost like his ego. Like, if he stops, and it's not just, the, I think it's money, I think it's his ego, and I think that's just the way they do business and their business model. So, if you already allocated, we're gonna make this money from our television sales by the end of the year, and uh, you know, he already lost money with XFL and shit, I think that he's doing everything in his power to keep things going during COVID, and that's the way they're looking at it with the owners in the NFL, and that's where the owners are looking at it with NBA. They don't necessarily care about the causes. They don't really care about the people. They care about their sustainability as an ent- a corporation and making money because they want to keep things moving. And it's not really about, hey, let's be humane to people. That's just not the way, way things work. And I wish they were, but uh, that's not what I expect to go down. You know, you said grow up and everything. Yeah, this needs to grow up, but it's not going to happen. He, he doesn't have no, yeah, there's no incentive to do that.
0: I think the incentive will come from if people listen. The the, the split right now with the NBA, right? WWE's LeBron James and is Roman Reigns, and he set out. But with the machine that is, niggas just want to see essentially people hoop, right? I I think it's gonna take more. I think in the NBA, if LeBron didn't play. I don't know if that will hurt as much because niggas still will go out and watch the people play ball. You know what I mean, like because LeBron don't play every fucking game. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna take more than, let's say, a LeBron or Roman Reigns to to take back to step back for people to actually reconsider uh, uh the,
1: the 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 humanity in it. You feel what, me? What it does. I feel like with Roman or LeBron or people who are in that big prominent position in a company, sitting out, what it does is set an example of like, "Hey, I am leading the charge for the the the, the, the wrestlers or the basketball players oh. for my for people with my role in this company." He's setting. LeBron has the he's he's, he's through, he leads the charge. You know, if he says he's sitting out, that causes a tidal wave of people saying, "Hey, they're going to sit out too." Roman Reigns didn't call the title wave, but he definitely set a makes make, set a precedent that even the top guy can leave and, and, and you know take some time off, and you know things are gonna move on. Some people are gonna take that risk no matter what, and you talked about it months ago. Wrestlers already put their bodies on the line for our entertainment, and some people are going to take that risk and go into work. But it's and and the WWE is going to have them do that as long as they're willing to do it, and that's just that's just how it is. I know, Seth Rollins might be the person that was like, hey, you know, I'm doing this shit. He, and he's out there doing, 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 doing great work with Rey Mysterio. And I actually do appreciate it, you know, but he's out there killing it. I appreciate it. And that's his decision. But that, he's not going to stop it because Seth Rollins might get sick. No, they don't. <laughs> they're going to try to take the precautions, hopefully, and get these guys checked. I mean, if they're, if they're breaking out. If the COVID outbreak is, 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 is has an employee out sick. Somebody else might have been exposed by now.
0: And speak- they need to just take it as serious as possible. I mean, speaking of that, you know, you, you, you talking about people going rogue, right? You know, Monday Night Raw, right? WWE probably has followed as much of the guideline as they can, right? It's hard, to, it's hard for them to fucking follow the guideline when they falsify themselves as an essential business when they don't make no fucking money for the fucking city, or the county, or the state, but I digress, right? So not only do they, not only are uh, not only did they fucking you know uh, Adobe edit their fucking way into being an essential business, that they, they they've been trying to keep under wraps their procedures, their you know the and, and the precautions that they've been taking. Monday night, the street profits turns all out the shit. Right? By <laughs> by 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 going rogue and unplanned, going through the crowd, shaking niggas hands, dancing with niggas and shit. On the heels of a report. Right? So like you say, people are risking themselves, shit, Tez got kids. Right? Angelo got one on the way, or what one you know here, you know what I mean? Uh Tez got a wife, uh Angelo got a girlfriend or a wife that he put a fiance. Like it don't just affect you. You know what I mean? Especially when Kevin Owen's grandfather dies from the virus. You know what I mean? So with that being said, WWE still got niggas in the crowd, but they ain't six feet apart. And why they still standing, nigga? You can't get no fucking chairs. Bro, you got three fucking shows. Them niggas been standing for probably a hundred <laughs> hours, nigga. You ain't got them niggas no
1: chairs. You ain't got no little X's where they're six feet apart with the chairs, bro. Like, come <laughs> on, nigga. Down. Like, come, come on. get their workout. They gotta stand for <laughs> oh, <hour>. Come on, a <laughs> uh, man. That's rolling. how. You, that's
0: how you know niggas don't care about niggas, bro. I'm a forty
1: yeah. you can't
0: even sit down, nigga. Yo,
1: they're having like also like friends of. Um, you know people at the pc and you know this is what (laughs) i'm saying that ain't following
0: protocol my nigga especially Uh when all you're doing is taking the motherfucking temperature bruh that ain't Mm -hmm. following protocol that's irresponsible and like i say it's going this is there's no new normal there's no the show must go on something's gonna fuck vince's money up right And it's going to be Roman, it's going to be Kevin Owens, it's going to be people who need to be smarter and be like, yeah, I just put my body on the line for a suicide dive, but I trained for that. I haven't trained for my respiratory to fucking snatch up on me, my nigga, and me take my last (laughs) breath because I wanted to go fucking wrestle.
1: Snatch up? (laughs) That's what this respiratory does. I feel you, bro. No, I feel you. (laughs) <laughs> no for real no, you got a good point man you haven't trained to, to die from corona there. you can't really train to die you can't train for that it's so,
0: so when Seth Rollins saying I die for this shit yeah the part that you trained for nigga <laughs> <laughs> bruh do you know the conscience of this McMahon... Let's knock on wood here, right? I, I got marble. I ain't got no wood. But let's let's <laughs> just... Worry. Let's do the extreme hypothetical. This no-name, D-level, development talent got COVID. And fucking because it's the natural thing to do in wrestling... To shake hands with Seth. Now, what if you don't shake hands? What if you do a little fist bump? But from what I understand... COVID can get on your fucking clothes, nigga. If a nigga can talk through a mask and it can get through a mask and it's airborne, how are you going to tell me it's not on my fucking sleeve?
1: Yeah. yeah and what if... So- but there's no, there's no precedent. You got to understand, we're dealing with people who are not trying to take this seriously. They're just doing what they can to just keep moving, shit moving. You know, we have a president who just had a fucking conf- like a rally in fucking Oklahoma with... Tons and tons of people with no mask, and he's like, yo, y'all sign his waiver real quick, make sure that you don't know so many you die. You know, like, so that's what he put out there. That's, that's our leadership as a country. So you got Vince following the lead. You know, so, and when it comes down to it, people don't want to believe COVID is very, as, as serious as it is. People don't want it, it's very hard to, to do that. Do you want to grow up? People don't want to grow up and take it seriously. Because even if, it's not that serious. We've seen people die, you know. And you might just want to take it serious, more serious than you want than you could. I know I've been wearing my mask and I look stupid, but I'm doing it because I need. I want. I want, I'm trying to do bruh, it for the time being. CT,
0: you don't yeah. understand how I feel like I'm living in a fucking warped reality when I just be seeing niggas. Just it's fucking, bruh. But but let's keep it G. If niggas were as travel or as if niggas travel and we went to Japan, we wouldn't be saying that shit nigga cuz that's the normal. Right? Yeah. Niggas mm-hmm. come over here and we be making fun of those niggas and in they, Disney and World. You
1: doing a great job about it. You know I think then JPW might be coming back soon. So, uh they're doing a great job cutting this shit down. At least that's what we hear. So, that that's what it takes though. It takes people to say, "Hey, fuck it." I, it sucks being in the house. Well, NJPW
0: was one of those companies too that said, "When you see wrestling, you know our society is better because wrestling do not fucking it matter." Be.
1: It's a good like demarcation of like, okay, I feel like it's back to get, I can go back out there and do my thing. And Vince never thought of it like that. Vince said, "Hey, you know, this is what I, this is what I, this is what I do. I'm gonna make my money and keep going." Uh, part of me. Respected it because I felt like it's hard to do what he's doing right now with no crowd. You can't go to different arenas, and it's like to shift and pivot and be able to do everything. I thought, like, from the business mind and acumen of the production and all that standpoint. And then you got the you know the funhouse match, we got Boneyard match, we got you know money to make all this stuff. I felt like I appreciate the pivot they made and what they're trying to do, what they've done since COVID started. But when it gets to the point where your own employees have now been could, might be exposed you gotta and, and think about you know think about kevin owen like he doesn't know how his grandfather got it like he you know we don't know right that's the thing about it you don't know how you're gonna get this thing and get it to get it transmuted to somebody else let's just take our precautions and, and be safe with it and so until the numbers go down and we have some kind of vaccine maybe, you know so i remember people when we talked to them and he's like you know things will get back to normal pretty 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 naturally. It's already fucking June. I mean J- July coming up soon. So uh yeah, things are things are new. Like you said,
0: a new normal. Now with that being said, we we do we do appreciate what, what Vince has done for us, man. because um, 'cause we're still watching. Yeah? Like I, I, I'm still watching like a high spot of my week and like fucking I'ma talk about it until the cows come home, nigga. Bray Wyatt, bro. Bray Wyatt is my favorite thing in wrestling, bro. And to see my man snatch back to the Bayou Brawler, my nigga, the motherfucker, <laughs> so snatching, so talking like, bro, is
1: that cult leader, man? Yeah, he just to see him bring it back, and to see the reaction from Braun, I like. They didn't just like have him just shut it off shut it off like the other shit. He was taking it like, oh, he saw a ghost. I know, You know. I know. I you know, he, he know he know. he here for a fight. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I really feel like Bray is perfect right now. He's back he's 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 right where he should be. He's always at the, you know, been a creative. Um when it comes to Bray, he matters. He's 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 a he's a supernatural force. That matters, on um, wrestling, and it's not easy to not to do to do what he does, and not make it be campy or kind of goofy. He does it very well, you know. Um, he looks like he's unhinged when he's in the front house. He sounds like he's unhinged when, he, when he's in the front house, but he has the gear go to when he's the the coat leader, and then you have the feet. So him having his own like you know four faces of Foley kind of thing, or you know Matt Hardy has his you know different versions as well. I appreciate the creativity it takes to have that sustained longevity in in the wrestling, and to be that creative, you know, uh, to to give us like these different images, different vibes, different feels, a uh, different um, portrayals of the same person, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's I, I, what that's what makes that. that's
0: what makes Wyndham great. You feel me, like, and I'm using the real name here because that mind, right that that creative, that that that. That's not just wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a film buff, that's a book reader, that's a, you know, a wrestling, you know, connoisseur, you know, all wrapped into one. And he's like, he's almost like a renaissance, a renaissance creator when it comes to this character building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: I love it, man. I, and I'm glad they let the reins off of him. It feels like they let him go. Like, all right, you got this stuff. We're just gonna let you do what you want, and you. You know, sale and you, you you succeed or fail, and he's knocking it out the park. So shout out to Wyndham, shout out to Bray Wyatt, everything he's done. Um, it's it keeps you captivated, and when you saw, hey, Funhouse is gonna be on SmackDown, you were like, okay, I gotta tune in. So you, he matters, man, and that's it.
0: Yeah, so um, that that was that was good for me. Um, outside of that Monday, like I say. Um, I think MVP is doing great. Exactly what we said he needed. Yo, I think niggas listen to our podcast, right? We're <laughs> we're super influential, bro. Like before MVP came back, we sat with Desmond and was like, yo, who can be the black delegator for wrestlers to kind of get them not so much in shape, but seen, shown. You know what I mean? We talked about Shelton. We talked about Apollo. We talked about him grooming the street profits. We talked about we talked about this stuff, right? He isn't Bobby, right? He he's there. MVP is intricate in in all his black wrestlers and they're all on Raw right now. And it's, it's great to see. Um, I'm I'm happy to see I was stoked to see Shelton and Apollo right? Yeah. And then for it to not be the match that I wanted to see, but it to have the outcome that it had, I'm still excited, because I'm like, is
1: Apollo about that? <laughs> Yo, Vic, I, honestly, I gotta hand it to them. Right now, when it comes to our people in wrestling, they're doing a thing. You got you got Keith Lee, you got R-Truth, you got Sasha, you got Street Profits, you got Apollo, um, and just seeing them use Shelton and like have that them linked up? Just super talented man, and we have MVP back to just bring it all together. You know, he's just a savant on the mic. I feel like honestly, he can go out there and get what you need out of a, out of a, a moment out there. You know, he, what he does with Drew, whatever he does with Drew, it's great. Like he makes Drew look way better with just the way he comes. You know, just he he knows how to make. The interaction. You know why
0: he got a yeah, magnet? A in, he got a magnet huh? in his chin for that
1: claymore, man. Like, I know, right? <laughs> god damn! He should be a running right? gag. MVP <laughs> <laughs> <be> getting claymore. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but he's killing it, you know, and it, and it is it's working for him, for that honestly. Um, uh, he's he's definitely one of the highlights of that show. Um, um, ho- hopefully, hopefully,
0: hopefully, you know, we'll we'll be able to. Love what you got.
1: I gotta hand it to the, not just VP, you know, being a veteran, like laying the groundwork for these new and younger guys. I gotta hand it to Randy Orton, man. I gotta hand it to Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton, when he shifts gear and he's actually investing in a storyline, it feels like he's um, an important figure. So I, right now, for SummerSlam, I feel like it's gonna be Drew and Drew or Randy Orton. But him bringing back the Punk. Him uh, with a sadistic mind, and him kind of being kind of like torn between this. Listen, sorry, but I gotta take you out, kind of thing. Like this. Hey, man, I, I, I fuck with it, man. And he, and he's telling a story. You have Rick with the low blow, Randy with the punt, and uh, and now Christian's out of here. So whenever Edge, you know, you know, back in action, or if he's coming back, you know, after he torn his tricep. Hopefully we can build off of that again and take take it somewhere. Hopefully, but I, feel like I we're think we'll make for, for a
0: great heel run with Randy. I think we go on for Randy and Charlotte, so it can be the most boring fucking match in the world. You're
1: such a hater. You're such a hater, man. You gotta hate. You gotta, I can't hate on these guys, man. You gotta, you gotta give it to them, man. They honestly, Raw as a
0: whole, it it. It was a good show. It was. I I, I knew Bobby wasn't going to get crowned, but I thought that our Truth would have got pinned and I would I'm like, oh shit, Bobby, blah, blah, blah. But, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Bobby had
0: his moment in his son. I don't know where he
1: goes. Um, Bobby, um, they need to bring back Brock for Bobby, man. You should just call out Brock, honestly. This he's like enough is enough, you know. I need to get back into my fighting ways. I gotta, I gotta take somebody out. And if it's not gonna be Drew Brock, come over here and, and come get these hands. My, you know, like my, I, thing. I, I mean, Bobby right now, it's gonna be hard for him to pivot. Right now, you have Randy ascending as a heel. He just lost to Drew. He's gonna be in like this middle ground area. Maybe he goes after Apollo, you know. And, and he, you know, I don't know. So it, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But there's a lot of definitely. Um, I think there's getting him away from Lada is good, so I'm just curious to see what what he does with MVP going forward. Um,
0: uh, outside of that, like you said, uh, Raw was a pretty good show. It moved. Um, SmackDown, it did what it had to do. It it kept the it kept the ball rolling. Um, and Matt then, Randall
1: man got a big victory over AJ Styles man. Shout out to Matt. Shout out. To I mean, that's a huge
0: man. debut. That was a big debut. For my homie, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. Um, you know, so that was a good, that was a good match, that was a good showing, that was actually a good highlight spot for him. Um, I, I, I think honestly, the most intriguing thing going out the week, and you know, going, going, going to end the week, and I don't know if this will probably end the show, but I know my most exciting thing that I'm waiting to see, I'm waiting to see next week, was on NXT. Right? We, NXT. Um, we didn't, you know, last week, um, Adam Cole. Well, two weeks ago, he got away from Velveteen Dream because, you know, we don't know what's going on with Patrick. But it was just about time. If you're not going to crown him, you keep Adam going. Adam wins. He he, he gets the TikTok from fucking um, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, the North American type champion, which I feel like. It diminishes the North American title. Um, for Keith Lee to be pretty much dragging that bitch and be like, nah, I want that one. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's ah, almost like a it's almost I like a, it's almost like a selfish kid, you know what I mean, where he has a toy and he sees somebody else with a toy, and he don't wanna put his toy down. He just wanna have his want to Exactly. <laughs> and my thing is is like, well, your parents will like, Well, you have that toy. And I'm like, man, not, not really, not really. This story right now. I want that one. You know what I mean. So I feel like that's what that I mean, title is for for Keith. So Keith needs yeah, to drop it. I'm a hard time you. Can you hear Can you hear me now? Yeah. I was saying Keith, Keith needs to Keith needs to drop it. Oh,
1: okay. I, nah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. i, say it, I say it every single week. Keith Lee needs to win all the titles. Win <laughs> all the titles <laughs> with NXT. Or Keith Lee have him go full force with this limitless shit. Uh, Keith Lee holding all the belts, he's limitless, you know, and then have him you know, do some jobs, you know, down the line for some people. Right now Adam Cole has had an NXT championship for over a year. It's time for him to drop it. And I feel like you don't want to put it on Johnny. You don't want to put it on you can put it on Finn maybe. I think that's minus a possibility. You don't want to put it on Karrion Cross. I really don't wanna see that. But Keith Lee, he him holding both titles. And then he be able to brag and hold both titles in here, like, I'm limitless. And, you know, like, that's some shit that I want to say. It's probably not going to happen, but that'll be but, but my
0: yeah. thing is, with COVID happening, right, and since we talk about it, the more people that drop out on the main roster, do you think that gives those NXT guys, right? So Kevin Owens is missing that babyface pop that's needed for on a, on a TV rating. Does Baskin My Glory replace that?
1: I mean he's not getting a I mean obviously he's still not gonna be get the pop. It's not the pop, but does Anybody he is but I'm He'd saying can you can, can
0: sure. you can you replace the baby face big man that can move with Keith Lee with Kevin Owens? Of course you can. Honestly and,
1: you and, can exactly I, I think that honestly I told my boy James yesterday, Keith Lee has star potential similar to Rock John Cena. He can be in movies. Uh James saw the big big event or something on Netflix with Keith Lee. He's, he's in it. I'm telling you, he has a he has charisma and he can sing. So he can go out of the WWE and do other things out beyond this and I see star potential with him. Uh if if they go with him. You know, I now they don't have to put both titles on it. That's what I wanna see as a fan. Uh but I feel like they go with Finn. I'm really excited to see a triple threat go like right now is going to be Keith Lee Johnny Gargano, Finn, Triple Threat. The winner of that is the North American champion. The winner goes on to face Adam Cole in a title-for-title title match champion versus champion. So I'm, either way, I'm just happy to see this. Uh, I think Karrion Cross might get involved and maybe disrupt the match, and it might turn into maybe some kind of crazy ladder match with all of them trying to you know get the, get get both belts. I don't know. Or maybe it might just be, hey, you know, Finn wins it, goes on to face uh, uh Adam Cole and becomes the first one to hold both titles. and yet Finn holding the North American Championship and the NXT championship. So that's kinda the ways I see it playing out. But either way I'm gonna be happy with it. NXT this week. I told I kinda shit on them last week, but this week I felt like it gave me that NXT vibe, like, okay, I gotta tune in for this shit now.
0: What you think you know, about the, me that energy. What,
1: what you think about he the and Shirai taking out Bailey and Sasha like she felt like she was like you know, a, like like she felt like champion, you know. So what what you think about definitely. the Wednesday
0: night Messiah? The the, the the what you think about the Wednesday night Latin Messiah? Uh, uh,
1: uh Escobar.
0: Escobar. Uh,
1: <laughs> I think that he was good. I like him. I like him. Honestly, I, I, I think that he brings interesting flavor to the cruiserweight division um, and some storytelling that now has an opportunity. You know, he feels like uh, a guy who would be cast in a telenovela and be like this real suave dude, like who has, sells coke, but he got all the girls, though. You know, so like you don't want to really fuck with him. We got he got his boys that murk you you got his girls. You know, he's kind of living life kind of like our Burl Del Rio, but a little bit like just a little bit more more grimy because the way he came and got the title was kind of like. Really, I like the way he did it and the, and the reveal and everything. It, we knew it was coming, but it got me interested. Like, all right, I want to see where it goes. He came in as El Hijo or de Fantasma. If they had a crowd, this would even mean more. But I like that the writing is there for the Cruiserweight division, and that's what I'm most happy about. I like
0: that the writing there, let's just in general, I like that the writing is there in, in, in general, right? Yeah. COVID, is, COVID is forcing... A lot of these moving parts, right? You know, we're getting storytelling. Uh, We had the Intercontinental Championship tournament, right? And we're storytelling with AJ Styles. AJ Styles right now is the HBK of this generation. Like, he can have a wrestling match with anybody, and that anybody will look great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, AJ is great storytelling. Um, I like that they're probably about to put the finally about to put an end to the Street Profits and Viking Raiders thing um i wasn't really a fan of the writing but i do know that like you say everything fits for certain reasons right and you know the silly gimmick shit you know they you you just gotta try it out with somebody you know what i mean they did it Mm -hmm. for a while with r-truth they did it for a while with santino you know they did it for a while with you know whoever i can't think of but
1: i think it shows range for those four guys it does it and I does. think that's what I look to from it. Like, hey, the Vikings can do comedy. And we already know Street Profits can do comedy. But I think when we get to the point where we're like, all right, Street Profits are taken seriously, we're going to see them take another gear. You know, and that's what I'm waiting for Street Profits, especially as tag champions. You know, I want to see them hold those tag champions like I'm going to I – mean, we want to smoke is their tag level. So I want them to bring – people to bring them to smoke and then, you know, smoke them. And like, hey, uh, yo, we want more smoke. I want to see them really ro- hold them titles high and not it be such a gimmicky thing. Well, uh, I think... This year for the 24-7 championship, I, I mean, I, I want it to be more competition with that tag titles. I think writing
0: Ra- 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 goes into that. They need to write more ta- for tag teams, right? Like, Ricochet, yeah. Ricochet and Cedric against the Street Profits is a tag team feud I can get into. And if Street Absolutely. Profits want to turn heel, Bianca can come back and interfere in a match. Mm-hmm.
1: And then to hold you know, the onto the title, and like you know, have to be the baby faces, or like exactly. they just got cheated from the title, like you know, as street poppers so, are like, but they they are huge baby faces.
0: My thing is Bianca already came in and said them niggas was acting too the too finicky, so Bianca doesn't have direction right now. So my thing is street prophets could not accept. Or not be not be, be cannot be uh, an acknowledgement of what Bianca did. Like, but Cedric and Ricochet are high flyers, right? Mm-hmm. Street Profits can be down, and Bianca can run down, push him off the top rope, and Montez will see a nigga on the ground and go for a frog splash and win a match mm-hmm. type shit. And then yeah. you know, and, and 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 he won't know, but we know, and and that will be storytelling. But I
1: think and I like it. You know, she's the EST. She's not gonna settle for y'all. Being mid, middle ground of the pack in this tag division, yeah, not the help, middest, help y'all nigga, yeah, the know, highest, know, not with the kings, you know, <laughs> of the tag division, as our women always do. That's awesome. So
0: yeah, I, I think I think the writing, like you said, is just coming into. We already look at the production aspect and the value of it, and, and seeing that WWE is in their back more production production aspect. We even seeing it to the, to the degree in AEW. You know what I mean? When at first, when when Matt Hardy came into and they did the. The 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 the, the uh, I forgot what the fuck it's called. I'm high and drunk right now. <laughs> but you know when they did the thing with my Hardy and shit. But niggas production has been going up in wrestling. So I yeah. think produ- I think a lot of the time people have put a lot of money into the production to make it look a certain way, so wrestling wasn't perceived as wrestling. And a lot they of keep that blacking
1: out,
0: man. Uh, I was saying I was saying that I was saying that a lot of the production stuff. Superseded the writing over, t- over time, and now the writing is getting back to the essence because that's yeah, what well, all that's there. To. Yeah,
1: you know, they're, they're I think that they're forced to. I think if they're doing it week to week, you know, um, obviously, they, I think they got the, the production down, unless they're doing something like you know, like a segment with the Biker Raiders, unless they're doing like a more cinematic thing, they've been doing that and being a little more creative with that. Well, I think they're definitely swing, t- t- taking their time with some certain things, and I want to. Definitely appreciate it. Um, what
0: you got else on your on, on your plate, man? For the week, we're we're right at an hour. Uh, you got anything else that you want to get in in here before we kind of wrap up the show? I know you got work
1: in the morning. Yeah, just uh, when it comes down to Undertaker retiring, like I, I definitely am sad. Even though I we saw this coming, but. Um, I said it. I said it, I said it a year ago. I was like, I don't need to see any Undertaker matches. So I mean, okay. that's where I was last year. That's where I'm at now. But I'm glad that he's finally come to that stage. And I want I want to show my respect to, to a great career. You know, Undertaker actually at the end of the, his um, is it called the Last Ride? His um, documentary. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he announced his retirement today, on that or was it last week. I'm not sure. Um, but I saw the clip today, so yeah, Undertaker is saying he's not going to wrestle any more matches. So rest uh, the peace to Undertaker, the character. But um, thank you, Mark Calloway, for providing all those moments.
0: Um, yeah, I think this kind of like this full circles our, 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 our conversation, how we started it, right? Um, separating the art from the artistry, right? The, the artist is Mark Calloway, you know what I mean? I don't know what Mark Calloway represents. I know what he presents to me, right? And what he presents to me is someone that I don't know if I'll have a beer with Mark Calloway. You know what I mean? Uh, With that being said, the art that that artist provided to me, um, I do appreciate it. You know what I mean? I, I do appreciate it, but I can look you in the face Undertaker ain't moved no need for me in damn near five years. So by him saying that he retired today did nothing for me. It's something that we fucking knew should have happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For so sure. so with that being with that being said, with that being said, um I, I do you know um I do value what he what he gave to me as a fan. You know what I mean? I do appreciate that um for his character his his dedication to it the longevity the sustainability right this is unprecedented as far as characters go um in this genre right it has to be respected even if niggas don't want to respect wrestling um you have to respect what the undertaker has has done right when you talk about name recognitions niggas will say jimmy superfly snugga uh, uh hulk hogan the macho man randy savage rick flair the undertaker that's top five you know what i mean like that's top characters wise you know what i mean if if you talking about somebody who loves wrestling a little bit more they'll talk about ricky the dragon steamboat or dusty rose or some shit like that but mm-hmm. undertaker is top five in name recognition in this sport um so you have to respect that you know what i mean but oh, sure. with that being said good written, nigga you should have left a long time ago.
1: <laughs> All right. That being said, that has been your underground for Wrestling Podcast. Uh, thank y'all for listening, and rest in peace, the Undertaker. Yeah. You should have left a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, man, uh, uh, thank, man. You guys.
0: thank you guys for listening man thank you guys man peace
1: <laughs>